Sonny Cup and welcome to another episode here for the Funky Pod Mindful Media and Communication. And as you can see from the title, as always, or from the thumbnail, subscription, whatever you're looking at before you press play, uh, unless you just press play because you just see my handsome face in there, which is also appreciated. Um, well, we're talking WWE, and you know that I'm a big wrestling fan, but this time we're not talking WrestleMania. We're not talking about how Cody Rhodes got screwed out of the headlining WrestleMania against Roman Reigns and finishing his story. Well, maybe we do, actually. But we're mostly talking about the recent allegations against Vince McMahon. And I know there have been like a thousand podcasts on that. And, but as you know, we usually look at the communication side of things, right? The communication theories, like how are people communicating in the space? What are they doing well? What are they doing not so well? And so on. So I'm trying to look at WWE in regards to how do they communicate? How does Vince communicate? Uh, how do others in the space communicate in regards to this matter? So I'm not trying to talk about the allegations per se. You can think about them what you will based on the information that you're getting. I mean, there are, there's the majority who is, who is, of course, on the side of the person suing Vince McMahon right now, right? Um, based on the allegations, then there's Vince just declining it. And then there are like the Tate brothers who are obviously on the side of Vince McMahon saying like it was just a monetary transaction and she only sued him once the money stopped flowing. We're not discussing any of those things, okay? I look at the communication side of things, the communication part of things. Okay, let's get going. So first off, let's look at to, let's look into how Vince McMahon is communicating, right? So he got sued and well, he denies it. That's basically, but it's, that's what happens all the time. Someone's getting sued, then the person's denying it, right? So we cannot analyze that too much. However, we can, we can actually dive headfirst into, into everything that's surrounding it, because that influences it as well, right? And the thing that's just so interesting here, of course, is for wrestling fans is that, um, pardon me, is that, well, Vince McMahon has been like this villain in like, like his character in the WWE. And now it turns out he might be the person in real life. So let's, let's jump into it, right? So Vince McMahon, like, as you know, the, the, the Titan of Titans, the, I know, I know what to describe, the grandfather, godfather of all things wrestling, right? So he's like in this, if you've been living under Rockies in this tag team match that he didn't really sign up for, well, maybe he did. So, and he, he faces those allegations that really sound more like a plot from like a, like a, I know, late night, low budget action flick slash backstage segment of the early WWF back then. Right. So, but here we are and, and the allegations are serious. I'm not making fun of those. Okay. So. Yeah, now I wanted to set the stage before dissecting it, but I was about to say Vince, the protagonist, but actually maybe he's the antagonist, depends on like if you're a Tate brother or not. Um, the thing, however, is that it's not just sexual assault, which would have been bad enough, but and he's been in the news for sexual assault allegations frequently, allegedly. I just said it all the time, because apparently that's what you have to say in American media, allegedly. Um, but now it's also trafficking. So, yeah, you heard it right. It's not just sexual <laughs> assault, which would be bad enough, but it's also uh, 
tra trafficking. <laughs> now, obviously, and as in the, in the in the intro, Vince claims the accusations are fabricated, just like Storant and WWE, basically. Um, obviously, public opinion is a bit of a tougher crowd, um, and you you can't just say no, that's not true, and then we move on, right? And that's why I'm looking into like the communication style, right? WWE strategy, or or lack thereof, to be honest, because it kind of like plays out like a very poorly scripted match in WWE, right? In, in one corner you have silence. And yeah, like this formidable opponent known for like the ability to to amplify rumors faster than a viral meme. Right, and in the other, selective communication, like you're throwing punches only when you're backed in the corner and you're just like trying to like rally up and counter, right? And so, if we look at like communication theories, of course, WWE, right, is using agenda setting. We talked about this theory a thousand times in the podcast, right? So, WWE seems to be trying to control what we talk about. Yeah, they focus on their Netflix deal, which they announced like the day before um, those allegations came to light, right? So, they announced a big Netflix deal starting in 2025 um, before those accusations came out before the lawsuit was made public. Uh, so clearly trying to steer what we talk about, right? What we think about. So that's a, it's a classic move. Yeah. Distract the audience with like shiny objects or in this case, shiny new content deals. Okay. Same thing, of course, also happened with other things that I will go into detail in just a moment. There's also the spiral silence, though. Like, and I talk about this a thousand times as well because I think it's so important because it happens all the time. Because by not addressing those allegations head-on, with a few exceptions of like some of the superstars, in WWE might be encouraging this cultural silence, like hoping the story like gets gets pinned down, counted out by other like overshined, shown. By other news, right? But as any, any wrestling fan knows, of course, the underdog, yeah, the one that you're ignoring, oftentimes makes a surprising comeback. Yes, 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 yes. And let's not forget um, the framing theory as well, right? So the narrative that WWE chooses to push or not to push can obviously significantly influence public perception. Currently, it seems that strategy is like about as clear as the rules in a like no whole spot match. Like everything goes, just not that one thing, right? So that, that's that's basically all they do. And I mentioned I have a few more examples, right? Well, what just happened this past week? The Rock made a triumphant return. Biggest heel turn in a while, maybe. Didn't try to turn heel, but I think he did turn heel. He just doesn't know yet that he's a heel now. Um, because he takes away Cody Rhodes' spot from like the WrestleMania main event against Roman Reigns, right? We all want Cody Rhodes to finish the story. Even like me, who's not the biggest Cody Rhodes fan, like, yeah, let's come on, second year in a row, let's, let's have him finish it finally, okay? And then in comes The Rock, pushes Cody Rhodes aside. He's like, no, I got this. Why? Why is The Rock now 
main eventing WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. Why are they putting on the, the biggest match ever possible right now? Of course, to distract from what's happening. And why is The Rock doing it? Well, several reasons. Right? A, he's The Rock, and of course, he's related to the E. Um, secondly, he's now in the board of TKO, the parent company of, of WWE. So, of course, it's better for him if the E is doing well, right? Then it's apparently also in his contract that he has to do like a certain amount of matches that, so that he gets like a bonus payout of, or whatever. So he's trying to do all those things, of course. Most importantly, though, probably is to distract from the Vince allegations. Uh, because now, the one thing that, that's bigger than Vince McMahon and the E, they always say nothing's bigger than the business. Well, the one thing that's bigger than the business quite likely is The Rock. Right, so of course now the rock coming back, everyone's going crazy. The rock's posting on social media all the time. Like, can you feel the mana? Oh yeah, feel the love and so on. And I can't believe I'm shitting on the rock because I used to be the biggest rock fan ever. My first ever email address when I got it for myself and like one that not my parents got for me, but the, the first one that I made myself when I was a kid was just bring it at the German email provider back then. So I used to be the biggest rock fan ever. So it hurts my heart to not be shitting on the rock but dude it's way too obvious and it's not a good look and you have corporate interests and so on we all understand it but say something like you gotta say something not just like distract and be like look at look over here hey i'm back yeah i guess you smell that's what vince did by the way smelling and stuff yeah so that's obvious right so we're getting Cody Rhodes off the main event pictures we're putting Rock into the main event picture and now Rock on social media here look at this look at this look at this don't look at Vince McMahon okay so clear what, what they're trying here the thing is I think the only superstar who briefly addressed it after the Royal Rumble I think was Cody Rhodes when asked for it I think he said something along the lines of like let's wait and see what's going to happen of course it's not great but blah 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 so that was our like um None of the executives of TKO slash WWE, right? No Paul Levesque, Triple H, no Nick Khan. That's the right Khan, right? Yeah. Like Nick Khan was, was on Pat McAfee, right? For, I don't know, 30 minutes or something, 45? Didn't mention it once. Also, Pat McAfee didn't ask, of course. Obviously, didn't ask because he works for the E2. Um, hey, Pat McAfee, love your show. But, I mean, I know he's not a journalist, but... Still, right? I mean, if it covers sports and entertainment, at least throw one question out so that, and you guys go, what? And then you can move on so that you talk about it at least a little bit. Um, so you can clearly see like everyone's aligned with the E, not talking about it and distracting them with the rock and all, all, all those things that they're announcing now, the Disney deal, uh, Disney, the Netflix deal, sorry, and so on. Yeah, just clear, clear like the distraction um, strategy, right? So now, what, what you might ask, okay, yeah, we understand, but what could they do better? Well, crisis communication one on one would be good, right? So acknowledge the issue, take responsibility, and outline step to ensure a it could never ever happen again. It could be a good move, for example. But but I mean, what I what do I know? I'm just just a fan, right, of clear communication and non scripted drama. Also, I mean, 
the only I think only Netflix addressed it. Netflix had like a very quick statement, like um, like blah blah blah. It happened before the deal was announced, so uh, they're happy with what TKO said. And I think TKO just said we're looking into it or something like that. And that was that was that. And so Netflix said we're happy with what TKO announced, and TKO TKO announced that they're looking into it. I think that that was that. So also not a great look on like either Netflix nor TKO, by the way. And you would think like huge media conglomerates would be better at communicating, right? Crazy. So crisis communication apparently is still a big thing that no one really cares about. Um, of course, you're not prepared for such a crisis, but still someone in the com- communications department of TKO might be like, hey, I had a crisis communication class at uni once. Uh, I think I have some ideas of what to do. Oh, I have some, uh, yeah, never mind. Okay, so let me know. Do I, am I exaggerating in, in me now being disappointed by how the E slash TKO is handling the whole Vince McMahon situation? Um, should Vince McMahon come out and say, say more, uh, something else? Um, also, that NDA, right? <laughs> That's not how NDAs work. You're like, here, sign the NDA and you can never talk about anything ever again. That's not how it works. Like, what? I'm going to exploit you, but you sign an NDA so you cannot talk about it. Huh? Find new lawyers too, Vince McMahon. Find new lawyers and the new communications department, but of course, also don't be a creep, allegedly. Okay? So let me know what you think about it. Do do? How should they communicate? Do you think doesn't matter because it's like it's just wins it's his private stuff yeah creepy whatever that but it's that's separate from the wwe we are happy that the rock is back i just want to see rock versus roman and even so cody got screwed out of wrestlemania at least the the main event against uh, roman reigns it's still gonna be awesome and i'm looking forward to that let me know what you think um shout out in the comments at funkypod on social media funkypod at gmail.com Stay safe, take care, and don't forget to kick out a two until then. So.